happy, 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 yeah. happy anniversary. Oh, don't start. I didn't realise Dean had a singing voice, but... No, neither did I, actually. Welcome to Tech Uncorked. I'm Dean Gratton. And I'm Sarah Jane Gratton. And together we explore a new world of technology and innovation. With lively discussion and some great interviews. So this week, we're delighted to have with us Nigel Jenny, Chief Executive of the Fresh Produce Consortium, and TV presenter Chris Bavin. Welcome both. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, both of you. And let me just kick this off by asking you to tell us a bit more about yourselves. You're both legends, of course, but let's do that anyway. Nigel, let's start with you. What was your inspiration for getting involved in the fresh produce industry? How did it start? Um, Well, frankly, it was my grandparents. My grandfather had what they called then a market garden. So I'd uh, follow him at whatever age, up and down the fields, you know, growing, harvesting, planting crops. And there was also a substantial glasshouse business. So that was my introduction at a very young age. And that passion continued, although perhaps I could have been very inexpensive labor when I was a teenager. <laughs> I, I, never quite, I never quite got the answer to that. Um, but, but, but ultimately, I was so committed, I went off to uh, Rittle, which is now Rittle University, one of the best horticultural universities in the world, which I'm very privileged to have been part of. And subsequently, I've had a number of fantastic roles. Uh, certainly initially after leaving Rettle, I worked in the Scottish office. So I never saw me as, as working for government, but I did. I thoroughly loved that, working with wholesalers and growers for many years, which was fantastic. And that was then the springboard for me to join Heinz. And I spent several years working within their procurement team, leading teams that were buying anything that was broadly agriculture related to make the, the great products that Heinz makes and had the privilege of um, traveling the world on numerous occasions. So that was that was fantastic. And from that, I've also been uh, the MD of two of the leading fresh produce businesses in the UK. And now I'm even more privileged to be the chief exec of the Industries Trade Association, which is a, a wonderful day-to-day experience of talking to a whole range of people and a whole range and demographic and size of businesses, both in the UK and throughout the world. And Chris, can you tell us your story? I've been involved in the fresh produce industry my whole life. Uh, It's an industry that I absolutely love. Um, And in 2009, I opened a store called The Naked Grocer, which was one of the very first- Oh, I know that, that's familiar. Absolutely, well, I hope so. Um, it, It was one of the first sort of zero packaging, uh, zero single-use plastic, uh, environmentally friendly, environmentally conscious um, grocers in the country. You know, they're, they're quite common now, but but in 2009, that, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, and we entered the Naked Grocer into the Fresh Awards. Um, the first year, we were shortlisted finalists, so we, we went and had a lovely evening out with the, you know, the, the black tie uh, and met lots of fabulous people from the fresh produce industry. And then the following year, we won it. And the year after that, we retained it. So I won the Independent Retailer of the Year at the Fresh Awards. Um, and then through that, we wow. got lots of local publicity, uh, lots of local press, which was amazing because it managed to you know, spread the word of, of what we were doing to our, our demographic and our, and our customer base near us. Um, but unbeknownst to me, actually, when the local media write about you um, that 
comes quite high up a search engine. So <laughs> there was a researcher for a production company were just researching, you know, people to 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 be on this this new program. Um, they must have typed in Green Grocer, and and my name came up relatively high. Um, and then my phone rang out of the blue, something I didn't expect, and they said, "This is such and such from RDF Television." Have you ever considered being on television? Would you like to be in our new program? At the time, you know, as, as all green grocers could testify, you know, it's not a part-time job. I was working, you know, 80, 90, 100 hours a week quite regularly. I was I was doing the, the, the shop and also running a, uh, an import business as well. So I didn't have a great deal of time. And being on telly was never something that I'd even considered, not something that had ever crossed my mind, not even for a split second. I think if you ask <laughs> children now, they may say... I want to be a vlogger or a blogger or a YouTuber or an influencer or a TV yeah. personality. But from someone that grew up where I grew up and, and did, did never thought that that would even be a possibility, not in your wildest dreams. It, so I'd never thought about it. So I sort of politely declined the offer. Um, luckily, they persevered um, and said, no, 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 look, we're serious. We want you to do it. Um, and... They said, can we come and film you? I said, look, I'm really busy. Um, not being difficult, but just said, look, you're more than welcome. You will be more than welcome, you know, but I can't <laughs> do anything different because I, will, I am working. You know, we're not yeah, going through the motions. Absolutely. This yeah. is actually happening. Yeah. You're more than welcome to come and, and, and view that and, and film it. Um, and we went to, to New Common Garden Market. And uh, one of the reasons, you know, another one of the reasons why I love this business and the people in it so much is I walked in with a film crew completely unannounced. And look, these these guys in the market, they like to take the mickey. They like to have uh, a laugh and a joke, you know, primarily at my expense, which is absolutely fine. But they didn't mess about. They took it so seriously and saw that it was important or potentially important for me. Therefore, it became important to them. And they did me just such an amazing courtesy. They had your back, Chris. They, do you know what? They really did. They really did. And that's, that's, that is what people in the fresh produce industry are all about we'd like a, a laugh and a joke and and yes yeah, sometimes we're in competition and sometimes you know we have challenges and, and potential conflict with each other but actually when the chips are down and it really matters mm -hmm. i wouldn't want anyone else in my corner than someone from the fresh produce business because no matter what when it matters they're there and and they were there that day you know they tried to show me in the best light they they tried to show themselves in the best light you know they were they were professional they were you know informative but but also retaining that element of character and buzz and 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 uh and fun uh, that, that you know and love from a market but they, they did they did so uh, you know they did did me proud they really did um, um and, and do and do continue to you know every every day they they you know I, I'm always eternally grateful to, to find myself in this place. that's fantastic Chris oh wonderful now every year the FPC celebrate the fresh produce industry those people who have done so much especially over the last 18 months during such challenging times they've really proved themselves as heroes and the fresh produce industry celebrate that with the FPC Fresh Awards covering everything from Young Person of the Year to Sustainability Excellence to Marketing Campaign, Growers, Wholesale Providers, you name it, they celebrate it. So Nigel, tell us a bit more about what we can expect from this year's Fresh Awards. Look, I think, look, very simple reason to enter. You all run you all, you're all part of fantastic produce businesses. But actually, 
why don't you just shout about your fantastic achievements? What you take for granted will be a fantastic insight to anybody else. I'm really, really impressed by the fact that this year, the Fresh Awards are celebrating those heroes of the fresh produce industry with an aptly titled Hero Award. Nigel, this is just great. That's so a big, please t- massive pat on the back. Oh, yeah. wonderful. So please tell us more. Well, the, the Hero Award is, 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 is what it says on the tin, really, is that our industry has been totally committed to feeding the nation and flowering the nation through this very difficult period of the last year or so. However, what we thought would be fantastic is for those that, well, everyone's gone the extra mile, but for those that have done unbelievably dedicated things to support the whole of the nation Mm -hmm. we would offer an award for a business and an award for an individual who have really stood out from the crowd and done exceptional things quite often when their businesses have been under huge pressure to help their local communities yeah yeah that's it's so great that you're doing that and of course you're recognizing the stamina of the industry you know the resilience the resilience of the industry oh it's been so tough for the industry and there have been so many heroes and i think this award speaks for all of them really Uh, absolutely The, the, the whole of the industry you know has to be you celebrated which is one of the key themes that we do annually about our awards it is actually to you know a pat on the back for businesses and individuals who work tirelessly year on year to provide fantastic food and flowers and great service to their customers and ourselves as consumers yeah and there's a great hashtag that you use in your social media hashtag celebrate your success look that up folks because whenever you see that you'll see examples of how the fresh produce industry is resilient is strong and is being supported they just by, get on with it yeah? they're just getting you on have with to things feed the nation well you do you have to get on with things and it's that british stiff upper lip stiff upper lip get on with it but also come together and support each other and i think that's one of the things that fpc does so well nigel just give us the lowdown on the dates again please the awards are being held on the evening of the 19th of november in central london at a, at a wonderful fabulous location for the industry and all of its guests to celebrate the huge achievements of our industry. Well, we'd normally say for the last year, but clearly we weren't able to run the event last year. So Mm. the next, you know, 18 months, two years or so, to really say and to allow businesses to, you know, praise and support their colleagues and actually for the broader industry to uh, say thank you and respect those businesses that will achieve uh, the position of becoming a finalist and ultimately uh, the overall winner. So great event. It's a whole of the industry. And I think one of the things that FPC does extremely well is that we are the voice of the industry for the whole of the produce industry from grower all the way through to multiple retailer, everything in between and much, much more. Moving to my favourite subject, technology. And I'm, oh Chris, this is for you. So I'm curious to know more about technology and agriculture. Do you, do you think that's an important combination? And if so, how? I, I think it's essential, absolutely. I think technology needs to play you know, a huge role in the future. I mean, if you think about the challenges that the farmers and growers around the, the country and the world are facing, um, you know, water shortages, labor shortages, land shortages, you know, more, more and more mouths to feed with arguably less resources in which to do it. And the only way you can do that is by 
very specific, very um, precision farming in which technology will become a, an integral part of that. You know, I've, I've been lucky enough to, to travel around the world looking at uh, various different um, developments and innovations, whether it be vertical farming or whether it be, you know, robots assisting farmers on mm. the land, mm. whether that be uh, planting, applying, you know, pesticides or herbicides or whether that be watering or whether that be, you know, weeding or, or, or even harvesting. You know, there's there's huge, um, huge opportunities there. And, and labor is is becoming as we've as we're starting to really feel the the sharp end of it at the moment you know we're, we're seeing that is posing real difficulties where actually you know the developments in technology can offer not all the answers but certainly many many answers uh, mm-hmm. and I think as an industry we have to embrace that many many people are but there is obviously always a, a, a section of of Every industry that that is loath to change and embrace new technologies, but um, but yeah, we need to we need to produce more environmentally friendly, affordable food with less resources. And for me, one of the only ways I can see that is by really embracing the inclusion of of technology. With Agritech in mind, I know that you're really keen, Nigel, to talk about a new FPC platform which has been launched to celebrate Agritech, and that's Agritech Future. Uh, This is literally part of our overall vision to how we support our industry. This, in essence, is a one-stop shop of where you can find the best knowledge and the most innovative, most modern available of technology and the stories and information that will allow the industry to develop and move forward. There is nothing else like it in the world, I would say, at the moment, that mm. gives such a fantastic array of knowledge and information that you can read at your will. We've, we, we offer a number of different services within that platform, but if you simply just want to read the stories, they are there for free. So I would encourage those that have got any interest in, um, in agri-tech in, in at whatever level to have a read and we'd look forward to your feedback and please sign up. We're delighted to hear from you. Yeah, and, and that's agritechfuture.com and we will put the link to, on the website because it's such a great resource for agritech. We were speaking with uh, William Hill in our first episode of season two and I talked to him about the need for robots and how the, the generation of robots I don't think are advanced right now. Yeah, I think it might be closer than you think. There's quite a few projects, uh, some of which are in the UK, that are not only having robots on the ground now that can assist and play a role in every part. Preparation, planting, um, you know, the protection of and the enhancement of of the crops as, as they go through their life cycle, and then even harvesting as well. There are obviously some crops and some products that are more challenging uh, that aren't quite there yet. But mm-hmm. but I think by, by you know by the end of my career it will be more commonplace. Nigel, FPC is going to be putting on a very special event on the fourth of November with Agritech in mind. FPC Future, which will explore all the things we've discussed and much more in the day. This is all about doing what we do now even more effectively for everybody's sake as we move forward in the future. And I think also 
this isn't business as usual. Who would have said not that many years ago, you know, what does vertical farming mean? Haven't got a clue. Yeah. 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 In the UK and elsewhere, yeah. and elsewhere in the world, growing crops, you know, not outdoors in bespoke facilities, either locally to feed that local town or city, or actually on a more national basis. So what we have got, possibly if I worked in the IT world, you could say we have a number of disruptors now entering the market with huge support from various venture capital providers to radically change perhaps how we grow the food that we consume and the type of food that we consume today and for tomorrow. So our event is really our little bit, if you like, of educating the industry about the future, but at the same time, helping them understand the technology that's available today and mm. how they can apply mm. it to their business. Absolutely. And you've partnered with some fantastic institutions for this, um, in particular Lincoln University, and I'd like to know more about that, and I know our listeners will. Well, I do too, for that matter, okay. especially in terms of the technology and the robotics. The reason why we're actually partnering with Lincoln University is they are one of the world's leading universities about robotics technology. Oh. So I, I can see in the very near future certain things being done in the field using robotics. Yeah. Certainly within pack houses, numerous things can be done with robotics, and that is happening now. So, and ultimately, as, as Chris has already highlighted, is that what we're looking to do is with the event we talked earlier on is not just offer the industry a window so they can see the technology. What we're also doing is organising for the the young people within our universities and elsewhere to come and join us at this event, see two things, mm. fantastic technology and also talk directly to a range of the fantastic businesses we have in our industry yeah. so they can see that actually the produce industry is a career of choice because I'm doing two fundamental things. Well, three, actually. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I love the industry I work in. I'm actually helping to feed or flower the nation or the world. But at the same time, I'm using my knowledge, experience and expertise, managing all sorts of different things that I just didn't think went on in our fabulous food industry. We are much more diverse than I think possibly the historical perception may people may think of us. Mm. But what I'd like to see is this is the start of actually making our industry the industry of choice for many young people in the UK and beyond. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, that, I mean, that, I love to pick up on uh, Lincoln University and their robotics, but maybe we'll save this for another episode. But what's going on, uh, what has gone on, what is going on with the industry, with fresh produce industry? We have Brexit, we have the pandemic. What is it singularly, it's a question to both of you guys, what is it singularly that really frustrates you the most? Nigel, you, go, you kick off. Well, Chris, you kick off. I mean, singularly is, is probably difficult. There's, there's lots of, of frustrations. For me, I think it's, it's frustrating the industry doesn't get the recognition it deserves externally. Mm. I mm. think everybody within the industry knows how hard it is, how challenging it is, what's required, you know, that people are literally bending over backwards and working around the clock to, to make sure that food supplies at 
uh, uninterrupted. The prices are kept to yeah. a sustainable level, but it's hard and it's mm. continued and it feels like it is blow after blow after blow, but yet we don't get, I don't think we get the recognition. You know, I think we should be, someone from the fresh produce industry should be, you know, getting knighted on a, on a weekly basis. I think oh. you know, it's, we we are an amazing. Why not? Yeah, we do so much. Um, and listen, if it wasn't for us, if it wasn't for the people in the industry, the the, the country would look a very different place, a very yeah. very bleak yeah, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I really think that we should get the recognition. It should become a really aspirational industry to work for. You know, it should be. It, more important than, than advertising, more important than marketing, more important mm. than media, more important mm. than, than banking, more important than all of these things, because none of these things are real. None of these things are tangible. None of these things are, are, are necessary to live. What we do is, you know, if, if we don't do what we do, there's big, big problems. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I want I want 100,000 school leavers and 100,000 university leavers to be coming out of, of school or college or, or university every year going, I want to work in the fresh produce industry. Mm. I want to work in the, the fresh nation. produce industry. Yeah, yeah. feed the nation. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get that out there. This is such a, a big deal. And as you say, it's so valuable. And, and Nigel, what okay, what annoys you? I, I, okay, let's not talk about politics or government because they could be arses and European Union could be arses <laughs> and Brussels could be arses. That's a given. I think Chris has summed it up very well. But my point would be is... I, Whilst the the population loves eating, loves buying flowers, I just hope that when they go into whatever store or whatever delivery they have at home, they just reflect on the dedication and commitment of everybody in that supply chain that have let them enjoy that fabulous meal this evening. Ultimately, Mm. we do feed the nation, we do flower the nation, and we should stop taking all those people and businesses for granted frankly yeah absolutely absolutely. nigel chris you have been the most amazing guest this week i'm sure there's so many questions buzzing and we will invite you please as listeners to put your questions forward we'll forward them on to chris and nigel but thank you so much for being part of this episode yes thank you both no thank you we're we're the best guests this week (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sorry, Nigel. Terms and conditions apply. Always read the small print. 